0: You know what, Sam? What? May the ghost be with you. Nice one. Coming to you from the heart of Canes country,
1: this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we are back with an- another episode of the Kaniac Report. We've hoped you have had a good week. Uh, it was a very eventful week as a whole because it seems like it was more trade deadline week than trade deadline day.
0: Yeah, I mean, trade deadline day, not a lot happened, at least, nothing you know, all the big names were gone before the deadline. I think that was expected, but
1: oh, oh, they were.
0: But uh, you had uh, nothing. It looked initially that maybe JVR was going to get moved, but that didn't work out. sounded like he was going to go to Toronto. There was a deal in place if, the, or not Toronto to Detroit. It looked like there was a deal in place if Detroit could move a player, but that wasn't able to happen. So. Uh, Philadelphia didn't do a lot really at the deadline at the end of the day. So uh, a lot of their guys have uh, terms. So
1: well, they have a lot of bad contracts. They they just could not move. And that's just what it was apparently. Philly's with just not worth that fallout of JVR's trade.
0: Yeah, and Philly's. I mean, JVR is a good hockey player. I really would have actually liked to see him come to Carolina, but he would have had to have some salary retained there. And I think JVR has term. so.
1: Yeah, he does. So uh, what we will get to for this episode is we're going to be talking a lot more about the trade deadline. We'll be giving our review, our evaluations, and then we'll be talking about the games. So trade deadline, we're going to talk about the NHL types of of the stuff first. And there are a lot of trades. I realize this. (laughs) So I'm only going to go through probably the most eventful one. Um, I'm just going to pinpoint from just using cap friendly here. Um, One trade that I see that to me a little bit stuck out is, I mean, Marcus Johansson going to Minnesota.
0: Yeah, Johansson's a good good forward, good player. That makes them better. Minnesota's kind of in this situation where for them, they're going to start to become cap strapped in the next year or two, because they got some, they had a lot of dead cap to, to deal with, with um, the Parise and Suter buyouts. I was not in favor of those. I think they should have just stuck with those contracts, a couple of good depth players at this point. But that was their choice, yeah. um, and they're going to have to deal with it. But um, good move, makes them better. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury is one of the best goaltenders in, in, in the NHL history. You know, they've got him there. He's still playing great.
1: They have I think one of the best pure goal scorers and yeah. Kirill.
0: The, Kirill the thrill Caprizov, so he's fantastic. I've seen him play. He's he's always he's just a good hockey player. He's skilled, he's scary every time he has the puck. Um so a good move gives him some depth down. I think he's the center. Um, or he can at least play, I think, the center. Um But Yeah,
1: it, he's listed as a winger, a actually.
0: It gives him I mean it gives him depth. That's a depth move.
1: Exactly. And Minnesota, they're kind of are in, in the mix for the playoff spot. Yeah. I believe they're in a playoff spot right now. I'm it, sure. Um, I, I could check. be wrong, though.
0: You know, but at the end of the day for the Wild, for them to get in to the playoffs I think is important. And they are. They're number two in the Central. So they're in a playoff spot right now with the first-round home ice. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think. And I think they're going to have a fun matchup. I mean, they're going to have to play Winnipeg. That's exciting. They're right there. So, and Winnipeg made some moves. They got former Hurricane Nino Niederreiter.
1: Yes, they did. Uh, would I? I don't. I, I don't think the Niederreiter trade uh, came out yet. Um, it was after the episode I think we did last week.
0: I think so. It was a good move for Winnipeg. It gives him a guy who can score. Um, and before y'all say, oh, we should have gotten Niederreiter because you know the goals don't don't fool yourself. Nina Ryder would have been put right back on that third line. Oh, he would have. Now, I think that third line would be better. Yeah, I love Martinook, but I think Martinook on the fourth line is better. Uh just for the overall, but then you know, I think Stepan uh would be out. I think he's out now anyway. <laughs>
1: um but And we'll talk about the Carolina trade separately. Yeah. Uh
0: but I think you know, you know, Nina Ryder is a good pick for Winnipeg I think they'll use him, utilize him in a goal Scorer's capacity, so Good for, definitely, a good move for Winnipeg with Nino Nina Ryder Pickup, so good, I hope he has I, I, I hope he gets a chance, and hopefully he can play in the playoffs Cause so, Because with his You know, Hurricanes fans know that he he Has not, he had, he did not show up In the playoffs for the Carolina Hurricanes In the uh, Three to four years he was here So I think it was four
1: Yeah, definitely, and I- and I think the biggest thing that we are happy about is that he got traded to a Western Conference team. <laughs> yeah. Not someone in like New York. And, and, and I, I might end on that trade, the big Patrick Kane trade. Uh, but another trade that actually was pretty big, too, was um, Matthias Atcombe, 4% retained, going to Edmonton uh, from Nashville in return for Tyson Berry. Uh, prospect and reed Schaefer, a 2023 first round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick
0: i'll give it to to nashville they had a good deadline and you know sometimes you got to talk about you know oh you know are they a you know you know a good tino you talk about it right you know can a bad team have a good deadline yeah nashville did they got a lot of assets so did Washington. I think Washington and Nashville, two, varied, two teams who are in a kind of a sell situation. I mean, the Preds are five points out of a playoff spot. Of course, they can make it. They have some players who can make that happen. But they moved some pieces that were, were helpful. They didn't add at the deadline. They sold. And that's fine because they're, they're Nashville will have to retool, not tr- not rebuild. So Nashville retool. They did, they did that. They got assets. They got picks. And so did Washington. So that's a good... But on the flip side, that is a great move for Edmonton because what is their biggest deficiency?
1: It's on D, and I think home, he's a very good veteran, solid defense, top-board defenseman, in my opinion.
0: And I know Edmonton more had more in mind with the move. They preferred a puck-moving defenseman. That's what Elliot Friedman had been reporting. So I don't know, but we'll see. Um, what Edmonton does, I think they're a goaltender away from winning a Stanley cup because I don't think Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell are, are good enough to, to, and, and Edmonton, their goal, their, their attempt is to outscore their problems. But when you run against a team like Carolina and in the West, probably like, uh, Dallas,
1: Dallas, or I would say to some extent, at some extent Vegas, because I think they're back. And right is now
0: good. that's Vegas's first round matchup is Edmonton. So, I mean oh, that'd be that'd be
1: a fun uh, and Dallas draws series.
0: and Dallas draws Colorado so because Colorado's the last wild card spot so
1: that's gonna be a good series too. I don't know who I I go for. I mean I love to me Dallas and Colorado are both teams I actually like.
0: Yeah, I mean there there really, there like there really the, aren't a lot champs. of teams for me in the West that I do not like. I mean good for Vegas and Seattle two expansion teams in the playoffs. You know, it's good to see hockey succeed. Well,
1: Chicago, for me, might be one just because, I mean, they've been in the playoffs so many times. They've won <laughs> quite a few Stanley Cups. Well, they are currently. Now, other than that, I mean, yeah, there are not really a lot of teams out in the West I don't hate. But I think part of that, too, is that we don't have any strong rivalries with no, the West. Closest,
0: because... closest team I would probably say that we, we don't like is Nashville, but that's because we have a pretty tough, gritty playoff yes. series against them. Um, but, yeah, no, that was a good move for Edmonton. Good move for Edmonton. They needed to shore up the defense. Does this mean I don't think they can win a Stanley Cup? No, I, I think Edmonton can. I think of all the Canadian teams, I think Edmonton's built for it. Toronto, I would say, and it's another move there. They acquired Ryan O'Reilly, um, who's hurt. So Yeah,
1: well, we already talked about the O'Reilly trade.
0: Yeah, and I think it's good to mention that you know, you can go out and make moves. And look, I, I'm just as, you know, just a quick preview. I'm just as upset as anyone with Carolina did not do at the deadline. Yeah, we'll we'll,
1: we'll get to that. But <laughs> the Ryan
0: O'Reilly situation is just, you know, it's proof that you can make a move for a player and they get hurt. Granted, they don't know at this point how severe that injury is. But it proves you can go out and get a great player and they get hurt. doesn't mean they won't extend Ryan O'Reilly or he won't come back for some point in the playoffs, but... You know, for any player at any point, they could get injured. So it's just reality. But I think uh, Edmonton's a good team. That's a good trade.
1: Yeah, definitely. for both teams.
0: For both teams, Nashville and Edmonton both walk away with a with a good um, with good assets.
1: Yes. So another trade: uh, LA and Columbus make a trade where LA sends. A- a legend, I would say, in Jonathan Quick to Columbus. He later gets traded to Vegas, though, Yeah, uh, as we saw. But uh, L.A., they get Corbisalo and Gavrikov. Those are two solid players, which I thought was a pretty good return. Yeah, so honestly. if you look at
0: it on paper, great move for L.A. and good for for Columbus. I think Columbus gets some, a good asset there because they only end up keeping one of them, uh, which is the pick. Um, and Corpus gets out of Columbus. Nothing bad against Columbus. I honestly have nothing negative to say about the organization that Columbus has. But I'll tell you this. I think Los Angeles
1: should be ashamed of themselves for the way they treated Jonathan Quick in that trade.
0: That's a shame. That's a real really? shame. Really?
1: Because the thing is is that L.A., uh, their biggest weakness was goaltending, actually. I
0: would not have moved Jonathan Quick. Um. I think it's a shame that they did that to that player who wanted, you know, to say again. I will quote Elliot, you know, David Pagnota and all others to say that Jonathan Quick was upset is an understatement. He was angry. Yeah, he he was angry. And in my opinion, look, everyone's gonna say it's Ryan Miller. No, it's not Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller never won a Stanley Cup. Jonathan Quick is the best American-born goaltender of all time. Period. I don't care what Jonathan what Ryan Miller did in the regular season. Jonathan Quick did it when it counted in the playoffs. Um, I think Jonathan Quick is just unbelievable, great player. His teammates clearly loved the dude. Um, I, I think at times, I get it, but if you had planned to move him, it just sounded like there was no conversation, and then of all places, you shipped him to Columbus? Really? If you had to make the cap work, you could have moved him somewhere else first and talked to the guy. At least let him know what's was happening. Yeah, of course, Quick didn't have a no-move clause. Kind of surprised me a little bit, but yeah, no, I think that wasn't right how they treated how they handled the Jonathan Quick trade. But where I will give props is to Columbus. They knew that you know Quick doesn't want to be here. He's older. He's an older goalie. He wants to go
1: compete for a cup. And they traded him to a cup contender in Vegas, which I thought was a smart move from Vegas. Yeah. and they need a goalie. Yes, they did. And I kind of like what you said. I believe um, when we versed Vegas, that. Um, we both like the team, it's just the management side of things we don't.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like think they've treated players well. But I'm glad that they got quick. So hopefully Quick is treated well in Vegas. Not the first elite goaltender or history of having a history of being an elite goaltender to go to Vegas. So they had Flurry, who again I think they didn't treat well. Leonard, who they again did not treat well. And things like goaltenders, they don't like very much. <laughs> but you know what? They get Jonathan Quick, and if Jonathan Quick, you know when you know when Quick plays well in the playoffs, and I think they're gonna get that from Jonathan Quick. So um, I love it. Uh, good for Quick. Good for Columbus. Doing the right thing. Yeah. And, and Columbus doesn't just give them away; they get assets for it. Um, so good for, good, good, good on them for making that move. They knew he didn't want to be there. So, um, and again, I don't think it has anything to do with the area or the people or the team. It's just he wants to compete for a cup. And what I'm going to love about it is if he ends up having to play L.A. Because I'd like to see Vegas. That'd be Quaker. very um, interesting.
1: And that was the, his first game for Vegas was against L.A. So, it's just interesting. But, I mean, they're division rivals. Yeah. So,
0: Interesting definitely an interesting uh, trade. Again, I don't like how LA handled it. Um, I like the Kings. Um, I've always loved Jonathan Quick. He's been a favorite goaltender of mine. Um, So, I think he would have liked to finish his career. Yeah, definitely. So, Disappointing to see them just throw away a player like that. I know they wanted another goalie, but I feel like they could have made something happen without moving on from Jonathan Quick.
1: Yes. Uh, so this trade was happened on trade deadline day, but I thought this was a pretty notable um, trade was Detroit trades Tyler Bertuzzi, mm. 50% to Boston. They get a first-round pick as conditional top 10 protected, of course. That's not going to matter. Um, and a fourth-round pick. Uh, Detroit kind of given up, I think, uh, based on that trade. Kind of, I would say. I mean, I they're think, still in the
0: hunt. I don't know if it was giving up as much as they knew they weren't going to get... They, it sounded like they weren't going to be able to make a deal. Yes. and So, they were. All, I think it was Iserman looked at it as, we might make the playoffs, but if we don't, we'd literally just let this guy go for nothing. So, they wanted to make sure they got something for him. And he, they got more for him this way than they would if they kept him. So... Makes sense to me. Uh, my only complaint here is, what the heck, Carolina? You could make that move, make that deal, make that deal. Go get a player like that. That's a that's a play. He's a he's a he's a difference maker. But they viewed him as they probably viewed him as a rental. I think that's a guy you can resign if you're the Hurricanes, at least for a few seasons. At least make a contract work there. But they didn't want to make that move. There there were a few that I think Carolina could have made, and I think that's one of them. Because I think bertuzzi would have slotted great on that second line or even on that first line with ajo that toughness I have it there if you wanted to put or on that first or second line but I wouldn't play Svech and, and bertuzzi together because um, I think you would get some salt you know a good tough dude on both lines too. oh yeah you would so I'm um, again my great move on both sides I sure Eiserman makes a great deal
1: and it shows he's willing to play the long game He's willing to be patient. And if, and if I was a Detroit fan, I'd be okay with this move because you're not, you don't want to sacrifice anything to potentially make the playoffs. And then you're not really guaranteed a playoff spot the year after. For So uh, I think Iserman is a guy I would definitely trust. I think he's one of the best GMs in the league.
0: Yeah. I think he made a good move there. And, um, Detroit also got Larkin extended, so that was important for... That was the most important thing, I think, for them. So once they got Larkin re-signed, I think they realized pretty quick they weren't going to get Um, Bertuzzi. And that's fine. They'll replace... I mean, he's a replaceable player for the most part. He's not, like, dynamic, but on... um, He's a solid hockey player. He can score goals. He can get you points. He can be a tough dude. He's top six forward, but... It's a player that I'm sure Eichman feels like he can replace. So, a uh, good move for Boston. They upgrade. Um, they're going all for it. Their players are. They, older. they,
1: they, they have to go for it though because of the older players they have. This yeah. could be Bergeron's last year. He ain't playing like
0: he's old enough to retire, Mark, but
1: <laughs> he's final aging process just like Yelmer Yager was. And uh, uh, they, they you know. just they just
0: signed Pasternak to a very high end deal. Yes. So, um they're they're going to start becoming cap strapped too. They want to keep their top goal scorer. Totally agree. That is a that is the signing I make every day. Um the scary thing there is that sets the market
1: for Aho as well. I, along with the Dylan Larkin deal, I think the Dylan Larkin deal um um, I think Aho's sets be, the market more for Aho than the. Aho's is going to be right deal. in
0: between the two. I think we're looking at not between nine and ten, for Aho. Would not be shocked if he gets ten. Um, I also believe if he asks for I ten, I don't think
1: he gets ten. He doesn't get ten in Carolina,
0: but, but does he get ten on the open market?
1: Well, it, it's going to depend because it's because if you, if you if if you remember, it's going to be around that time when the cap goes up. And when the cap goes
0: up, Carolina doesn't wait. They got to sign him this offseason. The moment they can, oh, yeah. they got to sign him this offseason. Can't wait, can't play, or else he is going to go up the tent because he just gets better every season. Got to sign him to an eight by eight by eight by nine. I think is a good number. Eight by nine and a
1: half. I was going to say nine and a half. I think is good. Like for I said, Aho. I
0: think Aho is going to be between Larkin and between uh, Pasternak on the closer to the Larkin than the Pasternak. But they got to sign the man. Sign him and get Natchez and Jarvis done too. If you can get Jarvis done, get Jarvis done, get Natchez done. Jar- I would
1: Natchez wait. I would more. wait. I would wait on Natchez. I well, would see. I I would see. Okay, let's see if you have another breakout year like you did this year. Then yeah, we'll, we'll sign you to a long contract. And I think
0: that's a good idea. I think getting Jarvis done isn't bad either, mainly because he's a he's a RF I mean, if you want to wait for both of them, you can. They're both RFAs. But you want to, you know, if you can get Pesci signed, get Pesci signed. He's a UFA after this year, after next year. So yeah, the, right now, right now, the two most important contracts to get done is Jordan Stahl, Sebastian Ajo. Get him signed, get it done.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Ottawa got better with Jacob Churin. Uh, they traded a uh, a first round pick that's conditional. Um, and a second, I and think that a second was that I believe could be. First, because that's conditional too. I believe it's it's if they meet, yeah, if they make the Eastern Conference final, and a twenty twenty six second round pick. So you know what?
0: Ottawa, Ottawa looks
1: intimidating.
0: Good for Ottawa um, uh, with
1: that move a little bit because I do think they they're a good young group. I don't know. It surprised me. I think it's their goaltending that's kind of the weakness there. I think you have good offense with Giroux uh yeah tim stutzel i think is probably one of their best players yeah uh brady kachuk i think is a difference maker oh absolutely their defense to thomas shabbat jake sanderson i mean this is a yeah no (laughs) they're in that's probably um, gonna be coming together ottawa's in a good spot that was a good
0: addition i honestly didn't think he was gonna go to ottawa um, I thought Washington. I, I've I always kind of heard was rumors.
1: I, I've always heard rumors that Ottawa has been wanting to get Duchene, to and it finally came to it, fruition.
0: I, I kind of thought he was going to go to a contender, so that's why I was surprised. But either way, he's going to a team where he's going to be a difference maker for the next two seasons, this year and next year. So, good cap friendly move for Ottawa. They're really not, I don't think, in a cap strap situation. So. And that's the thing. Ottawa didn't have to retain salary. Everyone else wanted him to retain, which is why the price worked and where they wanted a lot more if they were going to retain. So Ottawa waited. They got him for a cheaper deal than what the market had rumored him to be. So good move. Solid move. Both teams. I mean, I think both both organizations got some stuff. Arizona got, got some good picks there. So that's good. Definitely a good move.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, the last trade we will get to. For the NHL is the big Patrick Kane Boo. trade, which I know all of us that are listening to us. He's a and snob. Even us talking about him. <laughs> Kane's a snob. We don't like that trade. No, he's I'm not sh-
0: gonna tag him as. A oh, partner. I will. He's, I'm Kane's not. a snob. He's a snob and he's pathetic. Come on, really? So he's screwed over. Let's just talk about that. He screwed over Chicago by by doing this. So he's like, I'm only going to go to New York. Well, who the heck wants to go play in New York anyway? It's a crappy fan base, crappy city, crappy team. I don't like New York. You can tell that right now, but I'm, their fans are the worst. It's a, a awful, awful, awful team. Yes. They knocked us out in the first round of the second round last season. I'm still bitter and no, I'm not sorry. Look, when you do that, and let's just talk about it from a logistics. Whether I'm a Hurricanes fan or not, that puts Chicago in a bad spot. So you screwed over your team that you ch- claimed Chica- to like so much.
1: Ch- Chicago didn't have any leverage at all. They, I mean, they know they weren't going to get a lot. No,
0: and I mean, I, I mean, come on, man, give give them a couple options. If you don't want to go to Carolina, okay, whatever. But give them some ch- choices to so that way they can create a market because Patrick Kane. Sorry, they should have been able to get a first. Dude's an elite goal score even now. He's not bad. He's on a bad Chicago team. So yeah, I I I think he's I think that was a pretty sleazy move of him to be so childish to want to go to just
1: New York. Wanna to go to New York.
0: Whatever, dude. Join yeah, join
1: the club with Adam Fox. Adam even, Fox is just a going just too. going to the Rangers.
0: Fox is a sleazeball too. Only wanting to go to that—that's ridiculous. If I was Carolina, I would have moved him to Arizona just to screw him over. Begging to go to New York. I hate—I hate that man. I hate that. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Um, you can tell I have very strong opinions on the Rangers.
1: Well, I mean, I hate the trade too, but that's more coming kind from of like, oh boy, it makes the Rangers better. And it, hey, he's been crappy team, since. So they 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 are a team that I do think. With the way the Hurricanes roster is constructed, even with the additions uh, that I think can knock out the Hurricanes.
0: I do as well. Um, I think their Achilles heel is the health of their players. How healthy can Tarasenko stay? How healthy can Kane stay? How healthy can Zabinajad stay? Because I think Zabinajad got hurt. He's playing right now, but also, you know, you just got to find out. Play what they can do.
1: Yeah, and the Rangers uh, they had to give up um a third round pick that's conditional. I think become um actually yeah, it, um it's conditional based on the uh the better of the either third round picks. Viliis Savari, Andy Walensky, I think these are probably prospect of players and then you have a 2023 second round Conditional pick, which can upgrade to a first round pick if they make the Eastern Conference final and a fourth round pick. So, uh, the Rangers, uh, they are m- moving pretty much almost all their picks just for this year. And to be honest, if I was a Rangers fan, and I'm, I'm just going to say. I'm a Rangers this,
0: fan. I'm happy as all get out.
1: Well, yes. Um, but. I mean, I look at the rain. I looked at the team on cap friendly. Yes, I'd be thrilled, but you better win the Stanley Cup. That puts a lot of pressure on you because if you don't, you're going to end up like Florida. You're going to end up with a lot less capital to use if you don't win the Stanley Cup. So that puts a lot of pressure on you. I just. You, you you just kind of think about that from a Rangers standpoint. If you
0: talk to a Rangers fan, they're gonna every year they're gonna say they're gonna win the Stanley Cup. They're all obnoxious and they're all overconfident. Wouldn't be shocked if New Jersey takes them out. I wouldn't. I mean, at the end of the day, the Eastern Conference just—if you want to talk about it as a whole—are so, every team is just so good. There's so what if, little. Difference.
1: What if it was Boston and the, Ra- and oh. the
0: Rangers? Um, in the series, I like Bergeron. So I'm um, probably gonna go with Boston. I, I love, I love. Patrice I probably Bergeron, so. would
1: too because I, I, I and, and listen, I hate, I hate both teams equally. I do too, but, but if I
0: gotta go for the player at that point. I would I'm rather go for, for Boston. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm cheer for either team. I'm cheering for... I'm cheering for Mark. I'm cheering for Patrice Bergeron. I'm, I'm cheering, cheering probably about. for Passerine because I do think he's a good player. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, whatever, we'll see what happens. I, I think at the end of the day, Carolina still wins the division. You don't want to draw the Rangers so if you think the division means nothing you're stupid go out win the division you have to win the division i think carolina can i still believe they're better than the devils even with the addition of meyer because i think at the end of the day vitek Vanecek's a good goaltender this year so we'll see what they do in the playoffs But at the end of the day, I still think Carolina's better. I think Carolina's defense is better. I think Carolina's overall forwards are better, especially on the depth side. So I think Carolina, at the end of the day, is better as a whole. It's
1: going to be a dogfight, I think, with New Jersey. But I think with the Rangers, you don't want to play against them. You just don't.
0: I think during the regular season, I'll take my chances against the Rangers. And that's because they have to play man short because they have no cap space. And they can't afford to have another player on their roster. So right now is a chance to take advantage of New York. Um, that's what happened today. Boston took advantage of New York. <laughs> so there's that. But, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I, think it was a stu- I think it was a pretty selfish move by Kane. Uh, Should have given his – if he loves Chicago so much that he didn't want to leave, stay. Or give Chicago options, man. Don't screw your team over like that. Just because you want to go to freaking – New York, good lord, good lord, you're gonna get so much pressure on you there. One, he hasn't played good since he's been there, so at the time we're recording this, yeah, and he's played two games. He hasn't done anything.
1: Two games and is a minus four, so ugh. a little bit rock, rock, a little bit rocky. Yeah, but, and I say that mainly because of the minus four, not because he's played two games. So
0: we'll see what what happens with New York. Would be hysterical if they somehow fell out of the playoffs
1: i doubt that happens we aren't we aren't we aren't that lucky um unless i i think if if they do it's gonna be because they go on a huge losing streak that extends to like maybe five or six games
0: yeah i mean you never know really at the end of the day anyone that's not carolina and or carolina new jersey toronto boston could potentially i think fall out but honestly no clue tampa bay tampa bay they're not going to fall out dude cuz that Atlantic division is pretty set at the top 3. So yeah. Um but we'll see what happens with uh with the Rangers. Um you don't want to play them in the first round still because then the playoffs cap doesn't matter they can get that other forward in there.
1: So so yes. Um now let's get to our trades. The Hurricanes made a couple of trades at least. Yeah. Um and I thought they were good trades. Paul uh comes to Carolina. We all expected that to happen probably at some point because it's been over a year that Paul Jarvie... Paul has been linked to the Hurricanes. And it finally gets done. We trade a third-round pick for 2019. He's actually, I think, leading the league in points. Yeah. But um, you get um, a guy who... Is kind of in the same place as KK uh, well, when yeah. we picked him up. He's uh he was a fourth
0: overall pick in twenty sixteen, I believe.
1: Hasn't really worked out.
0: That's fine. So give but, him a chance here.
1: Yeah, give him a chance here and then, and if he does, listen. Is he
0: better than Stepan? Yes.
1: Uh yes I do too.
0: So yes Yarvi, I believe I'm hoping I I think I'm very close if I'm not just if I'm not nailing it. So it's very close. But yes polio Yarvi um, I want to see an all finish
1: line. Yeah, I more think... fins, more wins. You have Aho, Puljujarvi, and Vinan. all on one line. And then on defense, how about you just put KK on defense <laughs> and then Ranta <laughs> as your goalie?
0: Good lord. Um, but you know what? I think that's. A I'm good, just kidding, of course. It's a good addition. You know, you don't give up much to get him. So, good move. He's a you know, like I tweeted. It's. Low risk, very low risk, high reward. Worst case, he replaces Stepan. He's a little bit more offensively minded than Stepan, younger than Stepan, faster than Stepan, bigger than Stepan. So, and all around, I hate that. You know, it's, it's sad, but you know, Stepan's probably his last game, and then we'll move to the second trade because I think this was the Han's last game, probably in the lineup, barring injury. We got Shane Goss Despair from Arizona for a third-round pick.
1: And he ghosted the Arizona Coyotes, which we'll get to, obviously. But uh, we traded a third-round pick in 2026 to get him. So is that a good deal? I think I yes.
0: I think Shane Goss Despair is a difference maker
1: on the back end. Because uh, he's the top I'd, four. Oh, I do, too. In fact, I was more happy about this trade than the poyot trade. And to me, the reason why is because that poyot trade – If it's Carolina's M.O. when it comes to trades. Low risk, high reward. You expect something like this. But a trade like this requires some boldness. And I'm happy the Hurricanes did it. Now, do we think we should have been a lot more bold? Yes. But at least they showed some of it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a good move. Um, I think it improves your power play. Because he had, I think, 33 power play points not that long ago. So the dude can score on the power play so i think that's great you have burns to lead one and goss despair to lead the other saves up shea and pesci to do what they got to do and if goss despair struggles you can always pump shea back up but i doubt that's going to be the case i think goss despair he's a very quick skater we got a good sample. we got a small sample size so far but he does have a goal he looked very good on the power plays he looked very good in general in that game. So again, it is against Arizona, but you know it's what you see—the work you see from the player. So I thought Gostaspare skated very well, puck handled very well, and moved very well. So I liked everything I saw from the Ghost. So I am—I'm very happy. Great move. He is number two on the team. Def and number two on um, points. Most he is, he's top five in points on the team, and he's the number two defenseman in points right behind Brent Burns. So, yeah, and Burns if it's had a-, a
1: four point um game yeah. against Arizona.
0: So, you know, Goss Despair, worst case scenario, if someone goes down your top four, that is the worst case. Goss Despair can bump up. So, he can play top four minutes in top four. Worst case, he stays, he's quarterbacking your second power play unit. And playing with Chatfield, who's been very good, so Carolina can roll each of their defensemen and be feel probably very confident at the, in this in this point in time.
1: Yes, definitely. So um, now let's get to our evaluations. Um, I know there are a lot of words to say, especially after what Waddell said after the deadline
0: Waddell said nothing new from last year and they did nothing new from last year well no I won't say that they they last year they did not get better this year I do believe they got better which is why it's not a d grade for me I give them a c because I and I give them a c because I like what they brought in I don't like what they didn't do um, I might be alone in this, and that's fine. Look, we're going to disagree on things. Maybe you and I do alt sometimes, and then I will disagree with other fans. I believe we should have traded um,
1: Nikish uh, Nikishkin.
0: Nikishkin. I think we should have traded him to get Timo Meyer. I really do. At some point, at some point, you have to be willing, in my view, and you know, GMs across the league, fans across the league, and fans in this organization. We'll have a different view of this but i believe personally at a point and i think it's next season is the last chance to do this you have to be willing to mortgage the future now if you were able to get Nikishkin's contract bought out and bring him over next year okay maybe there's a conversation to be had about keeping him but he's not coming here until what the 2025 2026 season earliest Get Timo Meyer. Win a cup. Uh, it's really the only piece because KK has been playing well. Some people really believe the second line center was important. I believed. All, I believed goal scoring was paramount. I do. Can Yeseporioyarvi provide goal scoring? Maybe in a new environment he does, and he comes and scores ten, fifteen goals in the last twenty games. I doubt it. Is it possible? Sure. Does Goss Despair provide offense? Yes, I do believe that. Goss Despair will provide offense for this team. Is it enough? Is this team good enough to win a cup? I My fear is the answer is no compared to the competition. But it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Injuries happen. Bounces go your way. Officiating goes your way. Officiating doesn't go your way. Bounces don't go your way. Do I think they did enough? No, I don't. I don't think they did enough. I don't think they were in on enough players. I don't think they were willing. They were not, they were once again not brave enough to make the deals that needed to be done. Some fans are like, oh, well, they did their best. No, Nikishkin was off the table. And that's the problem, is Caroline is all for putting players off the table. Dom Dundon, Dom Waddell, and Eric Tolsky, and I think it's more Eric Tolsky and Tom Dundon at this point, or maybe it's just Eric Tolsky, are so analytically driven and that they believe Carolina's fine as it is. No, I also think it's possible Tom Dundon just wants to keep winning enough and winning long enough to keep fans in the building and just keep making the playoffs. Well, I hate to tell you, bud, but... After a while, fans will get restless and get angry if it's the same old, same old every season, getting bounced in the first and second round. So hopefully, again, they didn't learn their lesson last year. They didn't learn their lesson the year before. And they haven't learned their lesson at all. So let's see if, once again, they get proven wrong. But maybe at some point they'll learn. If not, again, in my view, if they get bounced in the first or the second round, I fire Eric Tolski. I do. I think you stop being on the more analytically driven side and start being more maybe on the, what really is going to make us the a better eye team. test. Basically. Yeah. What's really going to make us better. What's going to get us over that hump. Cause at some point we're going to get into that Ron Francis rut. He was such a coward when it came to the trade deadline, too afraid to make the big moves. And right now I'm fearful that we're in that same spot. Um, I love Don Waddell. I just don't know if this is his. I feel this is more Tolsky. Maybe maybe Tom Dundon. I don't know. So we'll see. But I fire Tolsky. If I'm the owner and I'm telling them to go make these moves and they're not listening or they don't think it's the right decision and they're advising me that as an owner, I fire fire one of them, whether it's the GM or, or the assistant. But I think this year you got, I think you have to fire someone if you get bounced. That's my view. People might disagree. That's fine. I fire someone if we get bounced in the first or second round. Because at some point you got to be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, at that point, if you don't make a move at the deadline, I think you have to this off-season plan to get a top six goal score. Have to. I don't know who's going to be available, but you have to. We'll see what they do. I don't know. Uh, We'll see what happens in the playoffs. I don't know. My overall view, I love the moves they made. I don't love the moves they didn't make. Especially when everyone around you got really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I guess it's my part on the evaluation. So, here's my take on it. I think what happened... Um, is the Hurricanes they they knew they needed a top goal scorer Um, and and they knew that long before the season even started. They were one of the finalists on Matthew Kachuk and uh, we saw it uh, near the trade deadline season with us being in on Timo Meyer. they knew it but they weren't willing to let go but they weren't willing to trade a Keynes ransom for those players, which I think, to be honest, they could have, and they could have afforded it, um, especially uh, with the players that I think New Jersey gave up. Because one of the things that Donald Dell said after uh, the trade deadline day expired is that we like our roster. He said that multiple times. He did. Well, you know what New Jersey had, had to trade for Timo Meyer. They hardly had to trade anybody off of their roster, and they still were able to get them. So that's one of my issues right there. Um, another issue, too, is, I mean, Tom Dundon. I can't remember where he said this. Uh, it might have been on 99.9 the, the Fan. It might have been, I believe, on a podcast, maybe with Frank Saravelli, stating that we're going to be aggressive at the trade deadline. Well... Even though I like the trades that we made, um, I ha- how was that aggressive, is my opinion. And I do believe they tried. I do, but I don't think they tried enough. And Tom Dundon, I think in the public eyes right now, looks like a bit of a hypocrite. But I think most of the blame lies on Eric Tolsky and Don Waddell. Now, he- here's the thing I still think. This team can win the Stanley Cup. I do. But with the trades happening to our rivals, I honestly don't know if they win the Stanley Cup. I just don't. Because I look at the top six, and I just I have confidence issues in it. Especially, and I know KK's been playing very, very well, I don't think he is a second-line center. I don't. And there is another problem, too, that could be fixed with a second-line center, saying which what you said is the scoring. So they could have done something. now I do think, too, the um, Hurricanes put themselves in a the corner on trade deadline day because a lot of the big-name players were off the markets. And to me, I mean, even though I was hoping – On that day, they might do something. I kind of knew they weren't because, again, a lot of the players were off the market already. Um, So I think they need to learn from a few mistakes that I think they have made. And again, this is my opinion. But I don't know if they've done enough to where I think they can win a Stanley Cup again I think they can but I think there's a lot of ifs in that statement more than they can so that's my take on the whole situation and another thing too is we said this on Instagram I am so happy that we are in these discussions because five years ago we weren't like and I am, we, we were sellers for so long. So I am so happy. I am so thankful that we are in this position. So that's my take. Yeah, Before,
0: or, and I mean, it it it's good to have these conversations. But don't take that as if we're giving the team a pass for doing no, the same thing. Trust me, I'm not.
1: But it, does, but it does make me thankful because I, I just remember being a Hurricanes fan yeah. during those dark ages. when, To me, those were the roughest times compared to this. And I will tell you right
0: now, it'll do nothing but give me great joy to be proven wrong about the deadline. Because th- that means we'll win, we won a cup. That means we're in the Eastern Conference Finals, or we at least got to the Stanley Cup Finals. So it would do nothing than to give me great pleasure to be wrong about the deadline. Yes. So if you want to come at me and tell me I'm wrong, I ho- I'll hope
1: i tell you right now. I hope you're right. hope I am wrong. I just don't think I am. Again, I, I think they can, but because, I mean, there is a reason why they are 40-11-8, I believe, in the standings. They're one of the best teams, but I just don't know what they've done is enough to win it. So I've kind of lowered my expectations in the playoffs mentally. But I mean, I'm hope, hope I'm hoping I'm proven wrong. So before we get to the games, let's get to our sponsor. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet five dollars and win two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no sweat game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in and place a same game parlay on any NBA game and if it doesn't hit, you'll get the free bets back. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restriction supply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Okay, so uh, the Hurricane Games. First game is the very late-night game against Vegas. Yeah, I, I only stayed up for the first two periods for this game.
0: I stayed up for about half of the game, and then I, then I clocked out. So, uh, I mean, to be honest, it was a boring game. I mean, the first period, you had a goal from Eichel, two goals from Eichel, and then one from Natchez in between the two. Um, Grant, well, goal from all,
1: the, all the goals were actually in the second period. The only thing in the first period... The only thing in the first period that I thought, um, to me, took note was that the Canes, I actually thought they looked good through the first half of that period. And then I think Vegas just took over.
0: And I think that's kind of expected. Um, I mean, Carolina's been playing really, really good lately. They had a couple bad games. But, um, I mean, I wasn't mad for the loss. Um, I thought Natchez's goal was really nice, but I I think I
1: think we're mostly tired than mad (laughs) at that time, anyways.
0: And I mean, I liked what we got from. I mean, you know, Eichel's just a great goal scorer, and you know, he made him pay. And I don't think Freddie was awesome.
1: No, I didn't think he was either. But I I mean, mean... I'm not disappointed with this no, team. No,
0: no. I mean, you gave up a late goal. I think that's a problem in the third with Smith because you tied it with Stahl from Burns and Slayton, and Burns has just been on a freaking tear, man.
1: Oh, he oh, he has. And a couple things, too, uh, especially from the Eichel goals is, I mean, yes, Anderson, I didn't think he looked good, but I thought um, our defense kind of let him down a little bit yeah. on those two goals. I think DeHaan let him down on the second goal, um, I can't remember the first school. Uh, I have, might have been Burns. I can't remember.
0: Burns has just been playing really well.
1: But Burns, he's been playing very well. Um, and, and usually I think if you play so well, I think you're allowed a couple of mistakes. Yeah. Because you're best. not going to be perfect.
0: And at the end of the day, if I'm going to lose a game, I prefer to lose them to the Western Conference. That does,
1: yes. And, and, and that doesn't to me, give the player an excuse to make a mistake, but it's just you're playing so well, I think you're allowable it, but not excusable. That's, ha- that's how it is. And in the third period, I um, Stahl he gets a nice tip from Burns and Slavin so like what you said, Burns, he is hot, he is on fire. I mean, we tie it and then Vegas, uh, Riley Smith he scores and that's all she wrote. Now, from what I have gathered in the third period, because you and I were both asleep by then, uh, is that the Hurricanes were actually very good, and the, and the stats showed that Carolina had, like, I believe, 13 shots. Vegas only had, like, a few.
0: Yeah, but, you know, all it takes is one bad bounce. And it was one bad bounce, and Carolina loses the game by a goal not the end of the world they move on they lost a game to a western conference team that's okay Uh, you move on to a game you should win and they did win against the coyotes a team that adam gold described as a shell of an nhl team they have very few players on there who are good um you have because they got rid of their two best defensemen i don't even know (laughs) who they have on defense anymore but not to say that Coyotes don't have a great pipeline of young players. They do. They have a lot of picks.
1: Do they still have Homerson? I don't even know. I have no clue.
0: <laughs> um, but they have some good young players in that organization for sure. And Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz still there. He didn't get moved. Um, Lawson Kraus. You um, scored on us. Yeah. And then you've got, um, yeah, they have a lot of picks. So is Arizona going to become good? Yeah, probably. I still believe that Austin Matthews might go there when he's in the UFA because you will never have a player with more power to shape a franchise than if Austin Matthews (laughs) goes to Arizona. But um, they have a good promising future, but right now they're a shell of an NHL team. I agree with that description from Adam Gold. And Carolina made them
1: pay. Yes, they did. Um, they couple, were also
0: probably mad for getting shut out last time Yes,
1: a couple things too um, Because the Hurricanes did play in a unique building uh, yeah, the college stadium College stadium uh, Camera angles was a little a little bit off But listen, I have heard nothing but praise about that college stadium
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's a great atmosphere From what Tripp and, and uh, Mike were saying um, There were a lot of Hurricanes fans there Yeah, there were um, That's awesome I uh, love that there was a bunch of Caniacs there because this was pretty loud when the Hurricanes scored. Usually that's what Carolina has to deal with when, you know, Boston, New York and all those crappy New England, you know, Northeast teams come to come to us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a it sounded like it was a great atmosphere and Carolina had a great first period.
1: Yes, Stastny scores to him a great, just a beautiful pass. I think it was more, that goal was more on the pass than the actual oh, yeah. goal itself. Oh yeah, Stasney just had to put it on that and yeah. an empty net. <laughs> great and, pass and, and he was able to do that. So Burns Slavin get the assist, great goal, and then Aho. I thought Aho was the best player for Carolina. I I, I,
0: I think the defense were the best players on the ice tonight. Oh, I, I thought I, I think, think you can make a good argument for that. Burns Shea, Pesci. Slavin, Gostaspare, Chatfield. I thought they were unbelievable tonight. And then, yes, Ajo's would be... I, my my first star would have been Burns. He had four assists tonight. Oh, Burns yeah. was
1: just... Oh, yeah. It's definitely arguable that Burns could be the first star. But Ajo, he gets a goal from Svesh and Shea. Yep. And that was a, uh, a, 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 a... Yeah, that was the goal where Lawson... No, no, not Lawson Graves. It was Clayton Keller... That mishandled the puck, which Ajo was able to get a breakaway and scored. Um, good on Ajo. I mean Keller. I mean on a good team. I mean I don't know if I put him on the first line, but he's definitely a top six player. Yeah, I love
0: Clayton Keller. So it, he made a mistake. Players make mistakes again. Bad Coyotes team.
1: Yes. Um, and I think I mean Carolina. I'm I'm I think they came out playing very good, very dangerous. But also think this is a factor too of just how bad Arizona is. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, and then Carolina goes up two nothing in the first, and that's a great feeling.
1: Yes, and then second period you have Slavin scoring from Burns and Jarvis. And Slavin, that was a shot. Oh, it, it was a bullet off the post and in. You you could hear that pipe. Too. Yeah, and
0: then one, again Burns get another point. Same with Jarvis. Jarvis has just been Jarvis has been great too.
1: Yes, and then come the power play goals, as the power play was just excellent. <laughs> well, don't forget
0: Kraus does score, so Kraus makes it three to one. So you are like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, but Vimelka does not have a great game. But let me be clear: Vimelka is a good goalie. Carol, uh, you know, I-, I was surprised to hear that they were potentially shopping him. I think he's a good young goalie, and if they're shopping him, I think that's someone Carolina should look at in the
1: off season, for sure. Yeah, possibly, but yeah. Um, three to one, and then Gosses Bear. This is his first game with us. I thought he had played pretty good. Yeah. You can, there, there, there was a huge difference with him on the ice compared to Dahan on the ice. Yeah, I thought. And he showed it on the power play by scoring a very nice goal as he approached oh, yeah. near the net and just scores it um on the far side,
0: um it's between the toast
1: and the goalie's pad. And I think that's a good way for
0: him to start. So, I think that's great. I expect him to stay in the lineup. I really don't think DeHaan comes back in, barring injury. At least, I think it's going to be hard to make the argument for taking Goss Despair spare out of the lineup. Oh,
1: yes. Again, it's only injury if DeHaan comes back. And to and here's the thing. If you're a DeHaan fan, that's completely fine. And I would think, as as a DeHaan fan... I think you have one of the best seventh defensemen.
0: Yeah, you have a seventh defenseman, and you know that's awesome. That means you're very likely not going to be having to go to Coglin, unless it's worst case scenario. That means two of your defensemen have gone down. So yeah, if you got to go to DeHaan, that's okay. I
1: mean, I'd rather go to Lajoie than Coglin, but probably that's just me. <laughs> the same. Um,
0: but you know what? Next, Aho from guess who? Brent Burns. Yes,
1: Burns and Natris, another power play goal. Aho. Basically was allowed to just walk in. Walk in on, on, uh, from the wing and just score it. Arizona was paralyzed at this point.
0: Again, Arizona is a very bad team, and Ajo's, our best player, makes them pay. But the best part of the night, in my opinion, is that Pyotr Kochetkov scores a goal on Winnipeg's ice. I love that. I'm so happy for Kachetkov. I love the celebration. I love it for him. I think that guy is just nothing. You know, he is a stud. He's our goalie. He is going to be the guy next year. He will be the guy next year. He will be your number one goaltender. I will be shocked if they go out and get a number one. I think he is the number one goalie. You might get a 1B goalie if you want to rotate. But it's nice to know we have a good young goaltender for the next four years.
1: Yes, like definitely.
0: Maybe he'll get a goal in the NHL.
1: I know. Maybe maybe he will. That'd be excellent, and he'd be one of the. I mean, yeah. there've been a few, only a few goalies: Broder, Ward. Yeah. I think, um, think there have been a few others. But... Anderson
0: and Ranta took a shot at. I think one of them took a shot that they tried this year.
1: <sighs> Don't remind me of the Anderson one because when he tried, the other team scored. If you remember that.
0: I don't remember them scoring, but I remember him taking his try and I'm like He he
1: took a try, but I I, th- I think it might have been against Tampa, but I remember him no, Oh no no, it was Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh oh, when he game, tried. So. Um and Pittsburgh scored, but we won that game. That's what mattered. Um at the end of the day, I think
0: Kochetkov is going to be awesome here in Carolina. No, oh, I do too. And that's awesome for him for getting a goal. And I think he can do it in the NHL.
1: Yes, definitely. And, of course, the last goal of that night, that's just scoring um, on a great one-timer from another great yeah. pass from Burns and all, and, and the other says goes to Ajo. So, yeah, just great game overall.
0: So, you ready to go see Tampa and Carolina tomorrow or today? For all full disclosure, it is 12.50 a.m. at the time of this recording. That's on a much, Saturday night. That's how much we love y'all. Yes. Um, we are going to be going to watch – Tampa Bay, Carolina, home game, Sunday, matinee. Um, after Tampa Bay got beat, Saturday. They yeah. got beat by Buffalo pretty handily, and John Cooper benched Stamkos, Kucherov, and Point. So It's going to be interesting. Carolina needs to not come in too cocky, because Tampa Bay, those, those three players are going to be playing for something, because John Cooper called them out. Publicly, and bench them for a whole period. If you think Tampa Bay ain't going to come into Carolina pissed, ho oh, ho you're wrong. I pro- I- I'm i willing to bet Stamkos coast drop a point. They get a gold tomorrow. I hate to say that, but I think they score. We'll see if I'm right, and we will see you all on the other side of that game.
1: Yes, we will. Boy, that Tampa game. We just slaughtered Tampa. Um, and it- It's funny because, I mean, last night... John Cooper sat his three stars throughout the third period of last night. You would have thought they would come out hungry, just wanting to prove what John Cooper did was wrong. But after that game, I think every player probably needs to be benched. At least that's what probably John Cooper thinks. Yeah, that game. For Tampa, if you're a Tampa fan,
0: you should be petrified. The Hurricanes did not look good. I mean, the Tampa Bay Lightning did not look good. Hurricanes looked unbelievable and unstoppable. I mean, they just took it to Tampa Bay. The only time where Tampa Bay looked any kind of good was probably the first
1: five minutes of the third period. And that was it. Yeah. And we'll, and, and we'll get to, it. I mean, Koff, he's he, he starts it yep. for Carolina. He gets a great goal, a goal that he needed. I, I know he got a hat-trick, I believe, against um, St. Louis. Well, mm-hmm. it, no, it wasn't a hat-trick. It was just had two, two goals. goals. But he finally was able to get another great goal just below the crossbar. Well, it's funny, too, about that goal, that there was a bit of a delayed reaction. By I know the fans because we were like, Wait, was that a goal? But it was. Yeah, the puck went in and out
0: real fast. So um and he perfectly placed the shot and it was a great goal. So great for Svetch for getting another one. That's what you need um from these guys. From him. Honestly, the players that you, you really hope and you need to, to really have great nights on a regular basis did tonight. At Carolina looking good.
1: Yeah, they did, and Taravainen starts out a great night with again his first goal, um, off of the power play, and the power play, I think has been fixed because Gossler yeah. spare got an assist along with KK, and the uh, those are other two players that had great days or great nights, yeah. whatever. Yeah, for the Hurricanes tonight, and it was just amazing. Two nothing. Um, another thing I want to point out too, um, is that Carolina, they're actually on the PK in the first period, uh, just once though. But before that Vinan goal, he actually had a couple of good chances on the PK, if you remember. So he was kind of heating up a bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, KK, I mean, not KK, Teravinen has been looking, he looked really good today. And that's what you want. When Vinan shoots the puck, he scores. He's got he has one a the, good shot. He probably has one of the best shots on the team. He's just not a shoot-first
1: mentality, which is unfortunate. Um, but he gets another goal in the second period with an assist by Natchez and another yeah. assist by KK, and then the ghost is in town. The ghost is going to destroy, and he has been destroying a lot of teams. He's been ghosting. A lot of team's because it's in the name Shay Gosuspar scores to make it 4 nothing for Carolina as Netrus and KK get the helper so KK already has 3 points Spare has 2 Netrus has 2 points I mean it, it, it's just an onslaught and another thing too that one point on that second period that I, I did not see coming Zero, Zero shots for Tampa in that second period. That's insane. That was in my just eyes.
0: unbelievable. um, Unbelievable defense on all, like the whole team, team defense. They only had one chance, and it rang off the post, which was my only concern, really, with not having any shots. You know, the one chance they get was going to be a good one, and it, and it was. um, t- uh, It beat Freddie clean. It just, you know, it hit off the post. But no shots on goal, because it doesn't count if it hits the, if it hits the pipe. Um, no shots on goal. Good for, good for that team. Good for, you know, that's, that's impressive. I tweeted this out. To do what Carolina did tonight as a whole, especially in that second period to Tampa Bay, is leaps and bounds different than what they did to Arizona on Friday. You just spanked Tampa. Spanking Tampa Bay and beating Arizona? Two completely different teams. Yeah. I mean, you just beat three-time Eastern Conference champions. The last three years, they have won the Eastern Conference title. Three times have they gone to the Stanley Cup Finals. And you just outclassed them tonight. They did not look good. Stamkos was hardly noticeable. Kucherov, he had some good chances tonight, but that's Kucherov. It's what you expect from him. Um... Just, there was really no one on Tampa Bay I thought looked good tonight. Yeah, he, and you contrap- had Bogosian
1: in the third period losing his cool. Zach Bogosian's a sleazeball.
0: That's just a ridiculous. Look, you had two guys who were kind of jostling at each other. Not a big deal. And then you come in there flinging your gloves off and basically attacking Brett Pesci. So I was glad to see that the Bogosian got sent off. He needed to be sent off. That, was, that wasn't right.
1: He came in for the intention to fight, and when you see a player like that, I do think they need to get a game misconduct, conduct, no matter who the player. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If, if, if someone on Carolina did that, then I would be like, yeah, that's a game misconduct. conduct. Yep, absolutely. 100% so, every time. Yes, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, um, I mean, going into the third period is 4 nothing. I mean, it's pretty certain that Carolina was going to win, but Carolina just p- put salt in the wound yep. by Taravine, and he's Him getting a hat trick from bear and KK. So, Spare has, like, three points. KK has four. Gosh, KK just fantastic. Um, and then KK, he gets a nice... Tip off of a burned shot from Netrus, and it's six to nothing, shutout win. And I agree with what Adam Gold said. Uh, to me, the thing that really stuck out for me was the defense. Yep, I have never seen a, our defense play this elite in regular season probably since the David Ayres game. Yep. hmm They were fantastic. I thought you know it was just
0: it was it was unbelievable. This is the kind of, you know, game where you have where it gives you some faith that even though they didn't really go out and truly, truly get a lot of pieces in the in the deadline, that maybe there's another level to these players. When you do something like this to Tampa, it, it's not. I mean, yeah, they got beat last night. Every team gets, has a bad yeah. game. I'm not, I'm not about, you know, say that last night is indicative of what's going to happen to Tampa in the future. That wasn't my thought. You and I were talking before the game today. And I said, I think Tampa's going to win. And you were surprised. And, I mean, you know, when you get beat that bad, you get called out like that and benched when you're top talent, usually you have an answer. Tampa didn't have an answer, or Tampa did have an answer, but it wasn't good enough for what Carolina had on the table.
1: Yes, and, of course, I thought this game was, I mean, a little bit of Tampa just not being good, but I think it was way more of just Carolina just... Showing how suffocating their defense yep. can be, and uh-huh. it was just a great, great game all around. Six to nothing shutouts. Um, another thing too, I do want to point out: this was the first game back for Ian Cole. <laughs> well, we're not. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to. I. I don't
0: want to talk about Ian Cole. He well, got I don't.
1: I don't want to talk about it either. I just want to recognize the fact that he got booed. Whenever he, he touched the and puck. And everybody knows why and it's yes, deserved. I was not gonna bring that up. I just wanted to recognize that he got booed every time he, touched, he yeah. touched the puck.
0: I mean, you know, he's public enemy number one coming back to Carolina just like Eric Hall. But yeah, uh, And I Hayden Flurry.
1: So, it, um, I have no is, uh, part of Hayden
0: Flurry was not very good here, neither was Jake Bean, but I'd I don't, rather I don't hate him
1: i rather have Hayden Flurry than Jake Bean.
0: I would too. I don't hate Flurry or Bean, so they come back, you know, good I hope I hope I wish them all the best for sure it's just i just don't think their careers panned out panned out the way ronnie francis had hoped they would yes i um, I'd, I'd also want to point this out too about Vine, because we're coming up on his hat trick goal i think that may be the next one to talk about uh, Teravine had dedicated this game to his grandfather who passed away last week so good for tavo man you know good for good for him for having yes that today. So I love that. I love that about Terravine and you know, good for him. He he earned this tonight. He earned that win and um thoughts and prayers with him and his family for sure. Uh in this case, but you know, it was turbo time tonight and he He played good. And he earned it. He earned every ounce of points he got. And KK did too. KK had a quietly good night because I didn't realize until the end of the game that he had five points.
1: Yeah, he did. I I thought KK was good. KK, I think what we're going to get from him, he's not a flashy player at all. Mm -mm. But he does love the small things good. And, And again, to me, I think his play really resembles a lot of Jordan Saul's. Yeah, I do. So, yeah, I mean, that's our take. And one more thing, too, I do want to notice. A great storm surge with yeah, the uh, kids. I noticed a few players had their own kids that they were with, and a few others uh, weren't. It makes sense, though, because, I mean, Kane, the Canes team is pretty young overall so i mean it makes sense but it was nice seeing a different kind of storm surge at the end of the game yeah that was that
0: was fun it was good for them and i am highly impressed what this team did tonight for sure so they need to keep it up let's see if more teams get ghosted yeah right let's see what happens in montreal you know what's great about playing montreal KK has always played good against his former team. Yeah, he has. So which I'm is expecting. Great. I'm expecting. I don't think I'm not expecting another five point game, but I'm expecting KK to At contribute. At least get a point. Yeah. I expect him to contribute. Great game. Great week. Even though you had the loss to Vegas, I think you've had two really great wins. It's four points in the standings. Are our uh, closest competitor in New Jersey is taking on Arizona tonight. You and I will probably keep an eye on that one. Yep. So hope and pray to all to heads. <laughs> just hope and pray. Please, please, please. Arizona somehow find a way to catch New Jersey on an off night. I doubt we get that lucky.
1: Yeah, but, but there are still <laughs> several games that New Jersey can lose to. Yeah, we saw all their schedule. W- and
0: even if they win, we're two points ahead with a game in hand. So. Very true. We're in control of our own destiny, which is what Carolina needs to have. So, and you have a got a game against Montreal. I think you win. I think you can beat Montreal, and then you play Vegas at home. I think that's the next game. Um, no, it's not Vegas at home. I don't think they're the next home game. Um, I think you play a Thursday game and then Saturday. So a couple of home games there. So yeah. Caroline is in a good spot for sure. They are. Um, the going down the stretch. You and I were kind of examining the. The schedules for teams it's not easy so we played montreal and philly that's two games you can win so hopefully they get it we'll move on great 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 game we had fun
1: yes we did we will see you guys next week have a good one
0: thanks for listening to the Kaniac report be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode can't get enough of the Kaniac report for more content or to connect with the sams Check them out on Instagram and Twitter at The Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.